Welcome to Age of Minority, a podcast for youth about the gospel. I'm your host, Raquel, here with my co-host, pastor, and dad, Sean. Hi. Hi. Hello, my name is Sean. <laughs> I think that has been established here already. I am her co-host <laughs> and her pastor and, yes. and her dad. Well, there we go. For all the listeners who were confused after my intro, if I yeah. was not clear enough, that's who I'm with today. So you are my co-host. <laughs> that's right. That's how you're co-hosts my, work. You're my daughter and you're my church member. That's right. There you go. Parishioner. You're my. You're one of my sheep. Yes. Doesn't that sound cultish? <laughs> it's it's, it's a not. Little... It's not because the scripture refers. It's biblical language. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But it does feel weird that you're one of my sheep. Yeah, I mean that's not the <laughs> usual vernacular that is used here. No, we don't use that kind of vernacular. But no. then again, don't you find that in this day and age, elder seems kind of a bit weird too to say? Probably because most people don't know what you mean when you say elder. They they identify more with like pastor or something. Right. Like it's that. not as common of a term, even in even in church culture, and especially not in. Uh, outside culture. So so I'm thinking that from now on, I would like your intro to say I'm here with my co-host, my shepherd. <laughs> my shepherd slash elder. Not my good shepherd, but my shepherd. My under shepherd. Yeah. Although Jesus is here too. So you are here with your good shepherd. So, <laughs> okay. you know, I'm here with, yeah, I mean, I guess the intro would get a little long. So just leave it the ready. way it is. It's oh, okay. all good. I'm Great job, by the way. Out. You know, you've been at this for what? How long? Four years? Four and, we've been and doing a half. Four and a half. We're, we're coming up on five years. Five no way. years. No way. In November. Are you serious? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, I guess, because we're, what, 245 episodes in. It, man, what a ride it's wow. been. That's insane. Like, what are we still doing? I know. We're still at it. We still apparently have things to say. We still have conversations to have. Wow, this is crazy. Okay, well, I mean, it's been, it, we're almost five years in, but there's still, there. we still have to continue talking about food. Exactly. Because what, what we do. Is, what is the thing that we can still talk it's, about it's, after uh, five what, years? What was, what was Steve's idea for our name? It was like, no, he had an idea for a book for me. But I think it, it involved bacon, yeah, at the very least. beef and whatever else. It was a bunch <laughs> of bees. But the point is, is, you know, we like talking about the gospel and we like talking about food. Because yep. food is good. It is. I mean, I'm just going to throw that out there. Food is good. Great blessing from God. Yeah, Very do, thankful for it. I, I often think that God could have just given us gruel to mm. eat. Like flavorless sustenance. Yeah. And like but in every no. dystopian world, man, their food is terrible. They're but, always eating this terrible food. But no, he, he, he gave us all manner of food. Like we can eat anything. Everything is declared clean. Yep. So yum, that's yum. pretty amazing. So so uh, there was a, there was a bit of a question. Apparently, we a just bre- we breezed over an issue recently, and then one a of our serious issue. One of I'm our, our ashamed we breezed over <laughs> it so lightly. Our loyal listeners reached out on Twitter, and I said, you know, I, I'll consider addressing that. It's Man, a, so it's, we're on Twitter, huh? I'll, I'll let. Yeah, apparently <laughs> we're on Twitter. Yes. By the way, because I take care of it's our true. socials. It's true. Yes, Except we, for Instagram, we, I do my Instagram well, stories. Well, I do the majority of Instagram. You just do the story once a week. Look. You just like open the video thing and now, oh, I was, oh man, we're getting off topic. But uh, so I did that video, the, the Insta video or what, what do you go? Insta, yeah, Insta story. story. I did it one week and doing the captions is hilarious because you have to go in and fix some of the yes, captions. Do you exactly. see that? It, so, so when I did it, it was like age minority came up as like Asian minority. <laughs> 
something like see, that. I'm like, see, no, no, this is not a podcast about race. No, this is a, I do it a test for my, my diction or my t- dictation, whatever, whatever dictation, my pronunciation. Anyways, um, my enunciation. Oh, Anyways, enunciation. so I uh, give myself a little uh, test every week and as <laughs> accurate as I can get those captions, that's my goal. And I do pretty good. I do pretty good. My name, they all, they never know. They never get my your name, name, right? You have to, I think you, you were like Jackal. Yeah. J-A-C-K-E-L. Like but do you, do you try to end it at the, like, do you try to break in between the Insta break? Like, you only get 10 second clips, right? Yeah, I, I break. Okay, I just, see, I don't. I just start videoing and just. My phone can do weird things with Insta stories sometimes, so I've just found it easier to go ahead and break. Okay, sorry to our listeners for getting Anyways, off. I mean, remember, back to Twitter. this is when um, myself and my co-host and a she- sheep and daughter <laughs> sit down to That's chat. me. And so we just have stuff to chat about. And, you know, I'm sorry. Like, we did we did just talk for, like, the last hour about other stuff, but still stuff comes up. we got to yeah, talk it about does. it. So if you don't want to hear it, you know, remember, timestamp, man. It's, it's right. It's a miracle it of grace. Timestamp. But anyway, um, back to the burgers. Back to the burgers. So back to Twitter. I didn't somebody even mention, but somebody on Twitter, Twitter. T- and they were concerned that I mentioned burgers and I didn't elaborate on what how I cook burgers. Well, and I mean, everybody wants to know. Well, but here's the thing. We didn't just mention burgers. No. We mentioned how good your recipe was and how much you loved Joe's burgers because mm. he followed your recipe. I mean, I can't believe we teased the people like that without giving them I the recipe. Know. I seem to think that we have talked about this on other episodes it's but, possible but, but but still the people want to know and can you ever talk about burgers too much you, you really can't and so so i thought let, like let's just take a few minutes and talk burgers because <laughs> okay. i mean like if the opportunity comes up you don't you don't pass it uh, so here true. we are talking burgers so here's the thing about burgers here's what's is, the thing about is burgers? That some people have elaborate recipes mm-hmm. for their burgers so you know they mix it with breadcrumbs and they put an egg in it and they they put different spices and all these different things they put maple syrup in mm. them see I tried that once. Yeah. And I used to make burgers like that. I, I did enjoy those burgers. But those days are gone. <laughs> <laughs> those days are over. Because I have now determined that the best way to cook a burger is with simple salt and pepper. You salt and pepper the beef. You throw it on the grill. What more is there? Well, here's my question. Is there never a time for the elaborate burger? In in my opinion, no. Hmm. Okay, is there ever a time? Sure. I mean, like, if you, uh, for others, sure. But for me, here's here's what I want, Jaquel. I want the beef to sing. Yes, well, I mean, this I is... I want it to sing. This is the thing. If You have to commit to good ground beef, though. <laughs> like, you can't make... Hey, I'm pretty... I'm not too choosy when it comes to ground... Ground beef is ground beef. Unless it's not turned brown, I'm pretty mm, good. Okay. All right. I mean, I mean, I hear you. I hear you. But you know, th- there there is this uh, idea that you should use the be- best cut of steak, 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 steak. That that like burgers. some people like you, you know ground up filet mignon. That's stupid. Like yeah. the the, the oh, chefs yeah. actually say no. Uh, a, a good burger is better with a. a, a more inexpensive, a less expensive cut of mm-hmm. meat. So, well, yeah, that's whatever. the same as you know. I made a roast uh, for us this past uh, Saturday mm, night, mm, 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 and I was mm, actually doing a little mm. bit of research on the best cut, and that that's the same thing. Roast. Like mm. with a roast, sometimes you want to spend a little more for it, but. You don't want to buy something super no. fancy because the best is to just cook an inexpensive cut of meat for a long time and it makes it really tender and good. You you nailed that. Oh, that was it was the perfect internal temperature. Mm. 
Nice. Well, I appreciated uh, having you there for you to mm. tell me when I should take it out. I was happy to be there for it. But anyway, back to the burgers. I mean, we're we're going out. We're getting out to roast. Yeah. To, back to burgers. Okay. So so like back to your question. You know, sure. There's there's a, a time and a place for that. It's just to me, I want to taste the beef. Yeah. And I think that beef tastes good enough on its own. Some salt and pepper, and you're good to go. Now, the the next question then arri- arises is how do you cook your burgers? Right. That there's is the, the recipe question. and there's the technique. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, for me, my personal taste is recipe is salt and pepper. No more is needed. Um, but then how do you cook the burgers? And this is where I think that variety is the spice. Of life. <laughs> okay. I'm feeling very dramatic here. Yeah, it's, the, it's the spice of life. Right. So, so here's what I think. I, I think sometimes you want a big old juicy burger. Yeah. Right. So you make a nice thick burger. Oh, Mm-mm. And you bite into it, and juices just go and everywhere. And you cook that in the skillet mm. on the barbecue. Well, I mean, where you cook it, it doesn't really okay, matter. Okay, that doesn't factor into technique. Well, uh, what you cook it on matters only so much as that I'm a big, a big fan of flat top. Okay. So whether I put a flat top on the on the barbecue on the grill, mm-hmm. or I put a flat top on the oven, it doesn't really matter. Okay. It's nicer to do it on the grill outside because then when the pop 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 and the grease is going everywhere, pop, pop. it doesn't <laughs> pop pop. It does. <laughs> so so Only I do. Real ones get that reference. I do prefer to to do it on the outdoor grill. Um, but but sometimes you want the big thick burger, and the reason I don't like doing it on the grates is because then all that. Mm, yummy, delicious, beefy juice mm-hmm. just drips on through to the yeah, other side. Yeah, that's it's very like, flavorful for waste. the burger. So sometimes I like a big old fat burger, and sometimes I like a really thin burger. Yes. And what they actually call a smash burger. Mm. And so you put that sucker on that flat top, and then you take out a, a an iron or not not like a close <laughs> iron, but you, you know you know I have that like that that iron grill with a handle mm-hmm. top. Anyway, you just take anything. You take a spatula and you just smash that sucker yeah, down so it gets. It's thin like paper, mm-hmm. and then you get this crazy crust on the outside. Mm. That's not a juicy, it's not juicy in the sense that like the thick burger, but man, that crust on the outside of the burger. And then so what you do is you take two of those and you put cheese in between them, American cheese in between them, and then... Mm. Very comparable to one of my favorite burgers, uh, the McDouble from McDonald's. <laughs> okay, not comparable to that at all. <laughs> Speaking of which, seeing as we're on burgers, I yes. tried the new quarter pounder oh, last with night. With the maple With the ma- maple maple barbecue sauce and and bacon and uh, onion crisps. Okay, what did you think? Um, don't believe the commercial. It doesn't look anything like the commercial. Never does. But it wasn't horrible. Okay. It just, it's like you're you're eating a McDonald's hamburger and it doesn't taste like a McDonald's hamburger because it's got these other accoutrements. Which I, uh, we should be clear for the listeners, like that would be a compliment in your mind, right? Yeah, that it tastes, yeah, it's, because right. if you're going to McDonald's, it might as well taste like a McDonald's burger. Sure. Right? And furthermore, it's seven bucks Canadian, yeah. which is like 25 cents American, but still, <laughs> it's like seven dollars yeah. Canadian. And I'm it's going, pricey. really? Is this burger really worth $7? But uh, we had somebody come to look at the house and we had to kind of get out. and Which people thought we had sold our house, as we mentioned in the yeah. last episode. But those crazy people didn't want our house. The so. saga continues. Anyway, we're still selling our house. But uh, yeah, so that, there's where I am with the burger. And then there's basically everything in between. So you can have the big, thick burger. Or you can have the thin, smash burger. Or you can go anywhere in between. It's anywhere just, in between. But, but, the options are endless. But but what I will tell you, if you do the smash, you can't use a, a uh, meat thermometer because yeah. it's too thin right, that makes so sense. and and furthermore it's super thin so as long, once you get the crust on You're boom good, get that know. whoa excuse me get that sucker off of there but uh, with the thick burger get that meat thermometer in there and then everything else i mean 
just have fun with it, man. It's <laughs> a beef. Br- it. It's a patty of beef. How can you go wrong? So yeah, that's that, wise, that's wise words. That's my uh, input on the techniques. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So there you go. Well, this Burgers. was burger talk. Burger with talk with Jaquel and Sean. With Jaquel and or mostly Sean and just Jaquel. Sean. <laughs> um, but there is another food thing we have to talk about oh. because, uh, as you know, I was emailing you yeah. yesterday, and yeah, you, uh, you know, it was Monday. And I so, know. in my mind, I know. it was egg day because I I'm and you wish talked about it on the pod. Yeah, you wish me eggs. a happy egg day. Yeah, that and was you really responded sweet. with words that I to, I to this moment don't know what to do with. You said, "I know, I forgot it was egg day. I haven't had eggs on Mondays in I don't know how long in a while. A couple weeks, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> why it's, is it's that, a, well, Dad? I, you know, that's a great question, but um. Yeah, egg day. So, so yeah, Mondays, uh, I take Mondays off, and I know there's some, uh, well, nobody listened to our pod is really, well, maybe there are. We have pastors that listen. There's kind of a little bit of a debate about whether pastors should take Mondays off or not. But I've always taken Mondays off, and I like it. And so if you've got a problem with that, you know you know what you can do with your complaint. Um, Send you can it to put, Sean, you can, nope, <laughs> put it in the circular file, folks. Anyway, um, so Monday's my day off, and uh, and I almost always have eggs. It's like it's you egg do. day. And you so Jaquel reached out, and she wished me a, a, a happy egg day, and I was like what like easter was forever ago i'm like what is she and then i'm like oh i actually forgot about egg day wow because the last few weeks it's just been it's been a rough go you know there's lots going on in in my life in every area and i've just been a little bit weary Mm -hmm. that's the word i use to describe how i'm how i'm feeling right now just been a little bit weary about things and uh you know so uh, i just when when you're emotions are a, a particular way it impacts how you eat or don't eat mm. and so i just haven't been hungry it's just been it's just been kind of go look listen Jaquel, i there, i i put out uh, some facebook updates okay mm-hmm. and one of them just kind of uh, just kind of pinpoints why i haven't been celebrating egg day okay right but maybe other people will say, maybe i can start a thing egg day yeah you know the gym rats have leg day you have egg day yeah right who needs leg day when you could have egg day <laughs> who wants a leg day <laughs> egg day is way better so let me see if i can't find this thing there, there was a couple it's days where i was stuff. just I, I was experiencing a lot of meditating thoughts and so i was posting a ton of stuff <laughs> On uh, Facebook, because that's where old people go to post. That's where they hang out. Um, and I, I even put it on the Twitter. Twitter, <laughs> Twitter, Twitterverse. Right. I don't know how many young uh, people are on Twitter okay. these days either. Here it is. Here it is, Jacqueline. Are you ready? I am ready. I'm going to drop a serious truth bomb on you. Okay. And I'm going to do it in the way of a question. Oh. With a follow-up. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. It's getting complicated. I know. It's I'll really I'll try to not. follow. Here it goes. Hey, this is the post. Have you ever wondered what God is doing in your life? And for me, I'm just going to break it down as I go through. Oh, okay. We're going to get commentary. <laughs> yeah. Pastor responds to his own <laughs> Facebook <laughs> status. <laughs> That's Have... the funniest uh, YouTube yeah. reaction video ever. Actually, you know, you just gave me a great idea because these whole respond videos are the big thing now, yeah. right? Uh, it's like such and such responds to such and such. And I, and I thought, you know, the one thing I haven't seen out there is like pastor, re- rea- or it's pastor reacts. Pastor Somebody reacts. reacts to this. Pastor reacts to sermons. Well, I, I have that would seen be that, but I've only seen it with like very young, very like hip, trendy pastors that I don't trust. Okay. So I think it would be way better to have a um, not so young uh, pastor do it. That would be Thank way you. funnier. Um, and you're meaning I'm not so young, right? Exactly, exactly. But here, here's, a, here's an even better idea. 
what about what about pastor reacts to his own sermons? Okay. <laughs> so okay. that I watch my own sermons and react to them. That would be pretty And comment funny. on them. That it could, could be, be interesting too. Anyway, where were we? Oh yeah. Have you under, ever wondered what God is doing in your life? And for me, yes. Lately, there have been lots of things that have caused uh, Diana and myself, for those who don't know, Diana's my wife. Uh, she's Jaquel's mother. Yes. Not her co-host, <laughs> nor her pastor, because women are not she's pastors. She's my fellow sheep. She's your fellow sheep. Oh man, that that's just gotten weird. Yep. So um, anyway, so yeah, we've we found ourselves looking at each other in the face, and well, where else do you look at each other besides in the face? Right. <laughs> that sounded really weird, though. Look at each other in the you face. Look at each other in the eyes. And we kind of, you know, we kind of scratch our cheek and just go, "What is going on in our lives?" There's just lots of things like that. So here's my response: If so, have you wondered what God is doing <laughs> in your life? If so, that is okay. I mean, sometimes people think that's wrong, like. Mm -hmm. Like, like they, they think, you know what, why should I be questioning God? I, we're not questioning God. We're just a little confused by what's going on. Mm. And, and if that's the case, that's okay. So long as you know that what he does is always righteous. Always. He cannot do otherwise. Mm. Amen. So, so I thought, uh, <laughs> amen. Amen, pastor. Amen, pastor. Preach it. Um. I thought, you know, let's have a casual conversation, seeing as this is what we're all about now. Man, we love casual conversations. And really, like, isn't that really what our podcast has been for the most part? In maybe many we, ways, Maybe yeah. we need, need to stop calling them casual conversations because that's all we ever have is casual. Sometimes they're more formal than other mm -hmm. times. But anyway, we thought, I thought it would be good to have a conversation about, you know, this very issue. Because it's something that people struggle with. We, we sometimes wonder what God is doing in our lives. And we sometimes don't know how to respond mm. and, and how to react and how to think about it. It's kind of like a, a conversation about the character of God that kind of narrows in on his sovereignty and his righteousness. Mm -hmm. So, Jaquel, what do you have to say? <laughs> what do I have to say? <laughs> Here well, we go. Well, uh, I think, yeah, like when we talked about it, if we're talking about the character of God, when it comes to this, we definitely have to narrow in on, on these two attributes. Um, because, you know, I was thinking when you were saying this confusion is not wrong. Like, what's, what's yeah. the difference between questioning God in sin right. and being confused at the circumstances of this world because i think we see both yeah in in scripture you know we see we see jonah for example oh. who was who was the bad <laughs> the bad like questioning like what right. god what are you why doing why would you want me to go to the ninevites those yeah. guys are jerks and then even when god spared them out right. of mercy <laughs> i knew you would do like, that yeah this is this is the worst like why i'm so like i don't yeah. understand like this is dumb don't be like jonah don't be like jonah but you have a lot of different psalms. Um, you have even Paul and some of the New Testament writers wrestling with the effects of living in a fallen world. And you see that for Christians, there is naturally going to be a tension many times where we are longing for a better world. Mm -hmm. We we right. have that in our hearts. You know, C.S. Lewis, if if I, this is just a butcher, I'm just going to butcher his quote, but he's like, if I have a desire that nothing in this world can satisfy, it means I was made for another world. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to struggle with this. But like you said, like, this is where we have to start. It, it comes down to dealing with this tension in light. Like that's, that's subordinate to our trust in God's character. Well, just just in listening to what you were having to say there, I was very interested because you said, well, there's Jonah. Right. And I was surprised that you said the not nah on the part. I expected a B instead Job. of the nah. Job. I thought you were going with the Job, but let's let's I'll, I'll go back to that in a sec. But when you talked about what we see throughout Scripture, this longing for a better world, that, man, that 
Mm. Like I've talked about that before, mm. but th- that really hasn't been on the forefront of my mind lately. So I'm really glad you brought that up. And it makes me think of like in the Psalms, there's a question that it, that, is, that is repeated and it's how long, mm. oh Lord, yeah. right? Like how long for this, right? Mm. Which indicates that there is an end coming to it, which indicates that we ought to be longing for this better world. So that's, yeah. that's good. I, I really like that. But Job, let's go to Job for a minute. Like there, there is some, okay, so um, hopefully most of our listeners are familiar with the book of Job. Job experiences some significant suffering, um, suffering that, that the scriptures make absolutely 100% abundantly clear that God is sovereign over, um, and, and, and Job wrestles with this. This is what the book of Job is. Mm. Yeah. It's it's Job wrestling with his suffering and how to understand this suffering. And he has these friends. Who are really bad friends. You can't see me doing the air quotes. But he's got these friends that actually are great friends for a week. Yep. Because they just say sit nothing. with him and say nothing. <laughs> and then they start speaking. And Job refers to them as worthless physicians. Mm. But but here's my question. is that Forget about the friends just for now. But with Job, clear... Uh, Clearly to me, at the end of Job, when Job begins to question God as Mm -hmm. though it seems very much to me like he's in fact put uh, God on the judge seat Mm -hmm. or on the on the uh, not the judgment seat like that. He Job has put himself in the judge seat Mm -hmm. and he's now judging God God and basically saying, you know, like basically calling God into question for what he's done. And then God speaks back to him and basically says, you know. You know, were you there when I created the world and so on and so forth? These wonderful chapters where we learn a great deal about God and Job repents, which Mm. indicates that clearly he was doing something wrong. But the question is, is when, you know, how did that happen? When did that happen? Because at the beginning of the book of Job, Job experiences this significant, like, some of the most significant suffering mm. uh, a father could endure, uh, an entrepreneur could endure. Mm-hmm. And, and it says he, he, in all of this, he didn't blame God for anything, but mm-hmm. he worshiped. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the, the question is, is, you know, when, when, uh, let's address this. When does, uh, let me go back. Uh, when, when does it become sin? Like when, when is it sin? When, uh, when, when you wonder what God is doing in your life, that's okay. When is it not okay? Like how, how could we change that to say that it's not okay? Well, okay, yeah. Do you? I need like a minute. I have thoughts, but they're forming. Okay, well, it's it, it's one of those things where I'm looking for an answer. You, oh, you, you, okay. you, you know, I'm I'm notorious for doing this. I ask you a question, are, and I never have but, the answer for you. But I kind of thought I thought. I kinda, <laughs> I kind of thought I, made, I, I the point I was getting at was that that at the end, when when Job was wondering what God was doing in his life, he, it, it seems as though he well no it, he was clearly um, charging God with doing something unrighteous. I see. Yes. And and that's when it's not okay. Sure. So so that's yeah. what I was trying to get at okay. in the in that in the that Facebook post is that we must never think that what God does is wrong. From our perspective, it seems hard to understand why it would happen. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of problems with that. And I have some thoughts, but maybe you have some thoughts on that regard. Oh, in that regard. yeah, for sure. It, it is it is another just great tension in life, right? Where where we believe that God is sovereign, but God is not the creator of evil. God is not, right. you, you know, personally, uh, you know, I want to be careful how I say this, sure. um, but God is not, you know, cr- creating evil things in your life or, or anything like that. And we know- To punish you, it, right. Yeah. No condemnation. It, exactly. Um, and we know, like Paul tells us in Romans 8, Romans 8, <laughs> Roman uh, <laughs> uh, that the earth itself is groaning. Sure. Like we know that there is just bad things, but- but we also know that God is in control of it all. And I appreciated from that post 
the the, t- the two character traits you mentioned have to stay together. Yeah. They just have to stay together, right? Because yes. I, I don't know how you deal with that tension unless you're also holding on to the truth that God is righteous. Yeah. Because when you just have this tension that it's like, <laughs> we suffer, life is really hard, and God is sovereign. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, Okay, right? okay, we believe this. Sure. But... You know, where do we go from here? Like, where's the the hope we have in here? And the hope we have is that God is good. Like, God God is righteous. Yeah, that he never do a wrong thing. Exactly. Like, he is our our loving father. Like you said, he doesn't condemn us. This this suffering isn't to torture us, but Mm -hmm. actually to, to build our character. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's often to teach us, and and that actually leads to another another uh, Facebook post. Like I say, this one day I just like post like five things or so, and and it. I'm not even going to go and uh, you know quote it exactly. I remember what I said, and it's basically it's like um, when we experience suffering in our lives, we're not really surprised by suffering, but oftentimes we forget what the purpose of the suffering is, mm-hmm. and it, and it's to sanctify us. But there's something else, and so so when you endure suffering, don't ever forget. You know that God is using that to make you more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. That that's how He works all things together for good. Right. So if you ever wonder, like, how can this be thing be for good? Well, at, at the most basic level, it will be used to make you more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. It will be used in the sanctification process. So I think quite often when we're confused, it's because we don't like what's going on, mm-hmm. and and. I mean, that's not necessarily a sin either because oh, no. I don't think that we should specifically enjoy the act of suffering. No. Why Why would you? Or enjoy the circumstance in which the right. suffering is caused. Um, but here's something else I think that's important to consider is that sometimes when we are confused by what's going on, it's because we think we know everything there is to know about a certain mm. situation and that's Very just true. that that is the height of arrogance mm. like that's sin i don't see any way that not being sin yeah. because y- you have somehow come to think that you know more about a situation and thus what would be good in this situation mm-hmm. than god does oh yeah it's i mean it's like the example of like the child <laughs> the child wanting to take circumstances into their own hands when the parent, the wise, loving parent is making decisions that are actually like with, with the knowledge that the child does not have. Yeah, exactly. So so I, I think I think that that's something very important to keep in mind um, that 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 you need to remember that God knows everything. And furthermore, not only does he know everything, but he is working everything together. Like what is everything? I hate to break it to you. It's literally everything. Yeah. And so if you think of every moment in history that led up to the moment in which you're enduring this circumstance, which is leading you to be confused. Mm-hmm. And, and then you consider every, uh, every second from that point on in every single person's life, in every single place, it's just, just like, uh, it, it's the height of arrogance to think that somehow you think that you have a better read on a situation than God does. Yeah. So it's just something to keep in mind. It's just something to keep in mind. I don't intend to condemn where, where unnecessary here. If you're just confused by what's going on in your life, I think, that's okay. Yeah. Just don't forget that everything that God does is righteous. And then second to that is that he knows everything and he's working everything together. Again, it's it's hard, but it's it's just necessary. Yeah, but man, that is a, a good convicting point that we all need to take to heart because we do this all the time, even in times not of intense suffering where we are control freaks. Like we want That's it. to control our lives. <laughs> and too often we believe the lie that we do control our lives. And so that's where sometimes like what happens when, you know, you do a thing expecting a specific action or a specific outcome 
and it doesn't happen like you want it to. <laughs> like it's it's so confusing and frustrating because you think you have the control. And that's where we just do sometimes need these these deep reality checks, these deep spiritual heart checks to remind ourselves that we are we are not in control at all. And sometimes we will have less confusion and certainly more peace if we are just fully, fully reminding ourselves of the Lord's sovereignty over every single area of our lives. Yeah, yeah. And and I mean, like, uh, I, I want to wrap this up pretty quick because, you know, our episodes have been getting a bit longer lately. Um, and these are supposed to just be casual conversations. We're about 27 minutes in now. But anyway, I, I do want to say this. And, and this is like, you know, you just reminded me of this when, when you were just uh, saying what you had to say there. But what I think is imperative to keep in mind for a Christian who understands the sovereignty of God, yet who is confused by what is going on in their lives, is that there's one thing that ought to drive every decision that you make, and that's faithfulness. Mm. Because, because like, uh, you know, Jaquel's, I'm not going to get into things here on air, but Jaquel knows the things that are, are, are making me weary and are making me wonder what God's doing in, in certain areas of my life right now. Um, but if I wasn't convinced that the decisions that I have made that have led up to this, mm-hmm. where things didn't go the way I thought that they would go, if I was not confident that the decisions I have made were made out of faithfulness to the Lord, I would be like beyond confused as far as what to do now. But because I was seeking to be faithful in all the decisions that led up to where I am right now, it's like, I just keep seeking to be faithful. Like what more can I do? So, so, so when, when, when I am led to believe that things are going to have a certain outcome. And so I do what I believe is faithful in that situation and they don't come out that way. You might leave, you know, you might be tempted to think, what did I do wrong? Mm -hmm. And I mean, like mom and I have found ourselves asking that. And it's like, Mm -hmm. so we reevaluate things and I'm like, uh, it doesn't seem as though we made any wrong decisions. Mm-hmm. And so we just keep plugging forward and right. we don't, you know, like then you don't, then you don't struggle with regret. Right. And th- yeah, that should be such a great comfort to the believer because it's like, no, you, you, we're, we don't have control over our lives, but we are responsible for our actions yeah. and we, you know, we can be faithful We're we're not guaranteed success, no. uh, but you know, we are guaranteed rewards for our faithfulness. Mm-hmm. Maybe not until the next life, but mm-hmm. yeah. you know, God, God, He cl- plainly tells us what He expects of us. Okay, He expects us to be faithful. Mm-hmm. We're told that suffering will come. He tells us to endure. Yeah. Like that—that that is our calling, and it should be a great comfort to us if if we are doing that. Then then we're fulfilling our calling. We, we are doing what God has called us to do. Yeah. And and I mean, as we kind of implied earlier when we talked about sometimes we do question God's righteousness, we do, you know, think he shouldn't have done certain things. If it gets to that, you know, if you if you do find yourself in a place where you're confused by what, what God is doing and you look back over your decisions, you might find that there was sin, some mm-hmm. sinful decisions. There were some sinful attitudes. And in such cases, you need to repent of those sins and then just seek to continue being faithful this is what in the light of god's sovereignty and his righteousness i think there's only one response and that's to seek to be faithful to him in all things and then recognize you're not going to understand why everything happens you you weren't and and you were never intended to exactly you are you are not god i i consistently go back to to one bible verse and 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 this is where we'll end things off today and and that's deuteronomy 29 29 where it talks about the things that god has revealed belong to us and the things that he has not revealed belong to Mm. him in other words we do not know god's sovereign will but we do know that god is sovereign so seek to be obedient to his revealed will in light of his sovereign will 
So if people want to find us, where can they find us? They can find us at our website, ageofminority.com. Email us at Jaquel or Sean at ageofminority.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter even, Instagram. Twitter? Yeah, we're on Twitter. And if they want to leave us a five-star rating and yeah. review. Uh, if, if they don't. Otherwise, uh, keep it to you, yourself. You can go. This has been Age of Minority. But if you want to <laughs> leave us a five-star rating and review, you can head over to Apple iTunes and do that there. All right. Until next week, Jaquel. This has been Age of Minority. <laughs>